have to move my microphone around a little bit today. I completely destroyed my office earlier today and made it all uh, different so that Fam Jam could do a live broadcast for our vlog channel. We worked on a puzzle. It is really small pieces. It's actually still behind me here. Just kind of see the bin we've been using to sort the pieces. The bot is working today. So if you are live in the chat, you can go ahead and play around with those um, commands. Hi everybody, welcome to the How To Dad podcast. My name is Devin Pierce. We are live on Mixer every Sunday. You can follow me on Twitter to keep track of when we go live. Or if anything's going to be causing an issue and making us late. It is episode 6. It is April 14th, 2019. And today's topic is going to be a part 1. Teaching children respect. I had intended on doing this as a single episode. However, as I did my notes, I was a little bit worried we'd run over on time. That being said, I'm going to do some rescheduling for the podcast and get you guys that part two sooner rather than later. As with many topics, we have a resource. Today's resource is another one of the pamphlets from the Parent Institute in, well, wherever this address is, Fairfax Station. VA. Somewhere in the States. <laughs> this is from the Raising Responsible Children series. Uh, the previous book that we used was Providing a Structured Stable Home for Life. And I got all my resources right handy. You see that? So how this works is, guys, I only bring to you information that I've added to my own toolbox or resources that really emphasize tools I use. Teaching children respect is a very important thing. And these guys do a really great job of summarizing it. So this is my recommended read for the week. When we look at respect, we got to look at how it is by definition and how we typically think of it. It is defined as a noun, a feeling of deep admiration for someone or something elected by their abilities, qualities, or achievements. Number two, due regard for the feelings, wishes, rights, or traditions of others. As a verb, it is to admire someone or something deeply as a result of their abilities, qualities, or achievements. So to feel it versus to have it. In practical application, this is my own, how I would define respect. And that is an attitude generated by mutual positive treatment and trust that helps an individual succeed in all aspects of life. If you show respect to others, people give you respect, and everybody gets along, and everybody's happy, that's pretty helpful. So with respect, we often think of the golden rule. 
Do unto others as you would have them do unto you. I tried to explain this rule to my kids quite some time ago. Um, they weren't ready for that yet. <laughs> Still pretty young. But with anything that you're trying to teach your kids, you need to be a good role model. You need to set the example when you're teaching your children. If you don't show respect for people's places and things, they aren't either. They learn from you. You are your children's best teacher. The first thing on this list is listening and not hearing. If you're not aware of what the difference is in those two things, hearing is where there is sound going on around you and your ears acknowledge it. Your brain knows it's happening, but you don't care. Listening is when you give your full attention, you don't interrupt someone, and you also, here's the kicker, try to understand and see things from their perspective. That last one is definitely the piece of listening that most people give up on. But it is the most crucial. Reliability. If you say you're going to do it, then you should do it. Examples are if you say you're going to be at a place at this time, you show up at that place at that time. If you say you're going to do it, do it. That's simple. The more reliable you are, that encourages someone to respect you. And that goes back to setting a good example for your kid. In the pamphlet I mentioned earlier, they had three separate items for this, but to me they kind of really go hand in hand, so I'm going to mention them all together. Politeness, fairness, 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 and honesty. When we think of respect, it often goes hand in hand with using your manners, right? being polite, using manners, being respectful. All kind of in the same bubble together. If you want your kids to be polite and use their manners, you have to be fair and do the same thing. Much like when we discussed with structures in a home and setting rules in a home, fairness means that everything should affect you the same way it affects your kids. If it's a rule for you, it's a rule for your kids. Um, and then with those things as well, you have the honesty. It fits into politeness because you want your kids to be honest to you because it is polite to be honest, not lie, to not fudge the truth or omit the truth because that's a debate. Omission. Is it the same as lying? So if you want your kids to be honest with you, it's only fair that you're honest with them. If you make a mistake, you got to own up to those mistakes and not lie to them. With that also, you're establishing how this is a two-way street, you know? So critical. So very critical. Please, please be honest with your kids. And if you up, make sure that you make it up to them.
Our next little topic here is on trust. This is the second largest one on this list for showing your children respect. And it's the easiest way to show your children respect is to give them choices. And let them make those choices as well as living with the outcomes of those decisions. If your child makes a mistake, make sure you are there to help them learn from it and learn the right things from it. It's not enough simply for them to, oh, I did this and it hurt me. Help them learn. Coach them through that learning process. All right, you did this and it hurt you. Okay, we're going to take care of this injury. Now, how do we keep this from happening again? How do we make a better decision later? It takes a little bit of practice for certain situations. It's easier than others, but it's definitely worth doing. When your children are young, a good example of decision-making is that you don't ask them, do you want breakfast? A lot of kids will say no, or they'll just say yes. But they didn't really think about it. And it's a fruitless choice. You want to ask them, do you want A or B? You know, cereal or eat oatmeal. I was going to say eat meal. That is not a food. <laughs> so this gives you your child the ability to make a decision showing that you trust them with the responsibility of that choice but you're still getting an outcome that you wanted. Regardless of what they pick, they still got to eat. But now they get to pick what they're eating, which can make getting them to eat a lot easier. All right, here's my number one on showing your children that you respect them. And this is the biggest one that I see in society that we fail at. Not even like a little bit. We fail at this daily. That actually wasn't the effect I wanted, but I'm still learning those buttons. <laughs> Compliments over criticism. Far too often, especially if you are emotionally responding to something that's happened with your kids, whether it's an action of theirs or an action of another person's, you can easily end up embarrassing them or insulting them or making fun of them, you know, calling them names, that kind of thing. And those are the exact same things we need to avoid. Even if your child is being completely disrespectful to you in that moment. It is up to you as the adult to let your logic respond to an emotional situation and use compliments, not criticism. I couldn't think of an example of this earlier, so I didn't write one down, which... Now I have to think of one. <laughs> A good one here is when, as an example, you're shopping with your children. And child A pushes child B 
into a shelf or display, knocking it over, making a mess. An emotional response to this is to yell at your children, possibly insulting them, like, you're an idiot. What the F are you doing? A logical reaction to that is, whoa, are you okay? First, you make sure both children are okay. Then you discuss, well, we better clean up the mess you made. And you get the children to clean up the mess they made because you're showing them that they need to respect the store they're in enough to clean up a mess that they've made. That is the logic versus emotional. Often a person reacting in an emotional way also will not clean up something like that because they're so mad or whatever and they get worked up in it because often even when you are in those moments you know you're making the wrong choice so (laughs) you uh keep making more bad decisions to try and make up for the fact that you know you've made a mistake (laughs) the emotional part of our brain is the most primitive and sadly the most improper for society <laughs> outside of these ways to show your kids res- uh, show your kids respect you also need to be modeling for them respecting of yourself other people and property you know going back to being a good role model set good examples so list number 2 Obey the law. And that includes your family rules. If you have a rule about not running through your house, don't run through your house. If you don't want your kids doing it, don't do it. Don't speed down the road and then wonder why when your child gets their license, they get a speeding ticket. Because you've shown them they don't have to respect that rule. Because you never did. Be respectful. Set that example, guys. You're going to take good care of yourself by making healthy decisions such as exercising, a good diet, and getting enough sleep. I can tell you right now on all three of those, I need to improve. Uh, The spouse and I actually have discussed how we could integrate small walks into our daily routine, involving ourselves and the children wherever possible, to start to encourage a more positive lifestyle in our household. We've yet to implement it, but we have talked about it. Eating a good diet, we've taken the steps towards that in our home. We have taken part in one of the uh, food box programs that you can get nowadays where they deliver you a bunch of food with recipes and it's all healthy and well-balanced and you just got to make it. We're going to try that out. Getting enough sleep. That one's hard to do when you have a baby. But you need to work around it. 
my spouse's example often has naps in the middle of the day with the baby to catch up on her sleep so you got to do what you got to do the next one we got here is to be accepting of other people traditions and cultures if you're going around throwing mud at every single person because they don't look act or think like you do you're not showing respect to other people why should your kids pretty simple that one showing that you care for other people animals and the environment essentially the more things that you show respect to the more things your children learn to respect and the human brain is such a funny thing so you can try and focus on teaching your kids to respect adults as an example but they might never truly understand what you're trying to teach them but if you show them to show respect to animals suddenly it goes and all of a sudden all the things you've been teaching them make sense they just needed a different example of it to process the information properly so the more things you can show respect to the more things your kids can learn to teach show respect to for themselves and the world goes around and gets better for audio listeners i now have a mini fridge in the basement this mini fridge sat at our old place for the whole 14 months we lived there and was never plugged in It was a much smaller house though this one was kind of fun to write actually to acknowledge both good and bad role models such as those found on tv or even within your own family but you have to also talk about those good qualities why they are good qualities or about the bad qualities and how they could have done better or what they maybe should have done instead i mean if possible you should just Definitely try to limit your children's exposure to a negative role model as best you can. You know, watching age-appropriate television when your children are in the room, playing age-appropriate video games when your children are in the room. That one's a big one this day and age. That one really gets my goat, actually. I hardly play any games in front of my kids because none of my games are appropriate for them. Oh, very few of them are, anyways. Practice good moral reasoning. And if you make a mistake, correct yourself in front of your child, letting them see you making those moral decisions about, is this the right choice? How would I feel if this happened to me? Those kind of things. Shows them that this is normal to have this moral debate, but that you're going you're gonna to make the right decision. They will also learn to make the right types of decisions. If you do make a mistake, fix it. That's a huge thing to teach your kids too. We're getting near the end here. It's going to be one of the shorter podcasts this year. I am thinking. And what I have for you guys is some guideline information about how the different age groups are affected by respect or show respect because at different ages, respect means different things and is definitely shown in different ways 
number one. <laughs> With babies, you're not going to get respect. <laughs> However, by meeting their needs, you were teaching them about trust. And trust is what respect is based on and built from. So it's good structure and stability. Plug for a previous episode. Toddlers is where the fun begins. As they are educated in using their manners, saying please, saying thank you, that kind of thing. And we start to coach them in how to respond to emotions in a positive way. So instead of letting your child destroy a piece of paper because they don't like the picture, teaching them that it's okay not to like this picture, let's draw a new one. Right? Because you want to show them to respect the paper, respect property of theirs or other people's. Uh, preschoolers are also pretty fun because at that age, they have this absolute concept of consequences. Often, you'll even catch kids like saying how, well, I should or shouldn't do this because it could make Bobby feel... A or B. And it's actually really cute when you see kids do that. They also have a really good age where they can think about or understand how someone else might feel. Uh, and this is a good starting point for doing role playing or dress ups or character enactments with uh, dolls and stuff and discussing emotions and playing out different scenarios to encourage those healthier expressions of emotional stimulus versus the negative ones. Elementary school children, number four. Most of these kids have a pretty tight to their heart understanding of how they feel fairness should work. <laughs> Often giving the most level of respect to the adults around them that not only impose fair rules, but impose them fairly. Uh, this is also the age where you definitely want to start involving your kids in making rules, um, like we have discussed in previous episodes. If you expect a child to follow the rules, they're more likely to follow it if they were involved in saying it was a rule. They'll also respect the rules more. Ah, I cracked myself up. Yes, number five. The middle school, high schooler range. Now we now all know the quote-unquote rebellious teenage stage and how kids are often showing disrespect to make themselves feel independence. It is a crudical, crudical, <laughs> crucial. It is a crucial uh, point in their lives that you have to continue to show them the respect that you've always shown them up until that point. Also, you have to make sure you're not letting them mistreat you. This is not 
showing you disrespect is not the proper way to seek your independence. It is just often the most obvious and simple way for a teenager to do that. So you got to show them how to live their independence in more positive ways to discourage that disrespect. Uh, some examples in the book were letting them choose their hairstyle or color as well as how they dress. Let them be their own person. I just had to think about that. That's about the point in time my mother stopped trying to dress me. Hmm. I'm just going to throw this out there. I had some pretty awesome parents. They're not without their faults. Because they're human and that's normal. Did a pretty darn good job. And I think this is where we're going to finish off for tonight. I'm going to, like as I said, I'm going to do a part two of this. And with that, we're going to be digging into practicing respect for other people, building respect for rules. We'll touch on respecting authority both at home and at school in more detail, as well as your children's self-respect. Uh, I feel like this was a good introduction to you what respect is and how we can be good examples for our kids in it. And it was also a nice review for me when I was in the notes on this one. But I think it's fair to flip this one down the middle. My final thoughts for today, guys, is teaching respect is probably the most important thing you can give your kids as a tool. And it's important to remember it's not just respect for other people, but for themselves and for the property around them. Uh, this tool can help your kids improve their own lives, but also the lives of other people around them. It's, it's a very crucial, crucial, crucial tool. As with always, we have a weekly question for you guys. Be sure to get back to me on it. I would really appreciate that. This week's question is, do you feel enough people are choosing compliments over criticisms? And with some healthy self-reflecting, do you think you could improve on this? Let me know in the comments below, down under the bridge where all the trolls live, if you're watching the YouTube replay of this live stream. You can also get in touch with me via Twitter or send me an email. It's at... C-R-O-W-N-E-S-S-0 Brown S-O at gmail.com Thanks for watching, guys. The How To Dad podcast is owned and hosted by myself, Devin Pierce, and is licensed under Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial Share Alike 4.0 International License, all rights reserved. This podcast is currently available to audio listeners on Anchor, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Breaker, Overcast, Pocketcast, and Radio Public. Good night, guys. <laughs>